0: Proof that anyone can have a sports show. Wow. <laughs> Electric booyah base right from Jump Street. Adam Crowley. What's up, players? On ESPN Pittsburgh. <laughs> Live from the Carson City Saloon, it's the Bud Light Happy Hour. Presented by Bud Light. Raise one to right now you found the Crowley Show, where your mom listens and you should too. 412-922-2874 is the number to call, or you can join the cast of dozens. Follow me on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. Tell your kids, tell your wife, we're doing radio up in here. Brian LaMartina sitting across from me. You can check him out on Twitter, at FBomber73. we got shirtless Tom behind the glass, back in our Green Tree Studios. Check him out on Twitter, at buttonpusher nine seventy. No, Mark Caballi is not here today, uh, as Chris Mack tweets for the fourth straight week. It's 6 p.m., and yet another week of No Friday Happy Hour breaking down Steelers Ravens. Adam is live from the same bar, but yes, still no kaboom.
1: Hey, uh, I've got a theory there. Go and on. And I think I've said it before, but I believe that that is a double of count of one Mark Caballi. It's his
2: burner. I believe it is. Isn't it interesting that he was the original media member in Pittsburgh that we broached the burner subject with on these You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you're right, Tom. And it's been, what, like a year? Makes a little too much sense. Since Caboli's been around,
0: and, like, the average listener doesn't remember that much. This guy said he was stopping listening last week. Mm -hmm. It was before 6 o'clock he was clearly listening. So, Chris, I'm like heroin, man. This show is like heroin, dude. You get to start a little bit earlier... And, yeah, you're thinking, I don't need this. I don't need this. I can quit this. No, you can't. And one day you're going to OD of Crowley. That doesn't fit the analogy. No, nah, that was
1: a bad analogy. That's terrible. Yeah. No, nah, one day you will live long and have to keep taking Crowley.
0: Whoa. That's a bad one, too. Let's make fun of Tom. Tom does a weird thing. He Before we get into Steelers, Ravens to the great unsponsored football segment filled with knowledge and fun brought to you by To Be Determined. Tom, tell the people what you do that we think is ridiculous.
2: Yeah, I kind of regret bringing this up in the pre-show meeting and telling you guys this. But, uh, you know, in the morning, you know, get out of the shower. The next thing I do is brush my teeth, as every good hygiene hygienic person will do. And uh, pop in some mouthwash after I'm done with the toothbrush. And uh, when I'm done, I just swallow it all down. Can I just say w- one
1: real quick thing is that yeah. I'm glad that story didn't get past the mouthwash because I don't want to know the rest of that routine.
2: What do you mean? But go ahead. Have no, that no, that stuff happens do? before the shower, Brian. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. okay. Well, you, you masturbate, so I just, you know, I oh, mean, I... Crowley. Whoa, family show. Oh, sorry, we're, that's we're... my bad.
1: I mean, I was just guessing.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's... I don't think it's that gross, honestly.
1: You drink the mouth wa-
2: mouthwash it's like I'm and drinking... you swallow it. Well, like no, I'm you drink it because you mouthwash. swallow it. Yeah, but it's not like I'm drinking the mouthwash. No, it's exactly like I love mouthwash taste. I just, I instead of, I'm not a spinner, I'm a swallower. I mean, what can you say? Well, that I
1: knew, but, like, with mouthwash, it's different because that doesn't taste
2: awesome. Like, that's a bad swallow. Like, are you getting hammered every every morning? There's I alcohol mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I get a little bit of a buzz on, but it's not like I'm getting hammered. Tom, one of these
0: days, you're going to hit a pedestrian or you're going to drive off the side of the road. Yeah, that's a
1: good point. And
0: you're going to blow a .09, and they're going to say, what happened? And you're going to say... Uh, nothing. There's not just enough. Say you're alcohol. an alcoholic. There's yeah. not enough
2: alcohol. It is fair amount of. It's like sixty percent alcohol,
1: and you're already <laughs> bad at driving. So that's like you could not even it's be not inebriated true. and run into something, and then have that on your breath, and all of a sudden we don't have a shirtless Tom on the show anymore. It's We've devastated. got shirted Tom, which is in stripes. Look, that's yes. not going to
2: happen. The amount it's a, it's less than a shot that I swirl around my mouth and swallow. It's not. It's not going to affect my driving. It's not going to make me blow a point oh seven or whatever. It's just such an odd thing. It really is. Just Why like spit is? The, it, we were just talking it as a side comment. You didn't have to bring it up. I mean, uh, it's odd when you when you
1: exhibit odd human behavior. We have to point it out. I don't think it's that odd. I don't think
2: it's that odd. Number one virtue of the Crowley Show. I've never drinking mouthwash. But you know, there's bacteria in the back I mean, of your throat that you need to get too and freshen <laughs> up.
0: Oh yeah, that's what gurgling's for you. Son
2: I do of that mind. before I swallow. A nice gurgle and then a swallow. No, that just... We're still talking about brushing our teeth? And mouthwash, yes. What time is it, Tom?
0: And now it's time for the great unsponsored football segment filled with knowledge and fun. Brought to you by To Be Determined. Woo! This on Fridays has become the segment where I pick all of the NFL games that aren't good enough to pick at the end of the show. Do it. Do stick out the rest of the show so that you can hear our picks for Steelers-Ravens, for Patriots-Dolphins, for Bengals and Raiders, for Pitt-UCF, and for Penn State and Ohio State. But, before we get to that, Tampa at Chicago. Tampa coming in 2-1, and one, seconds away from being able to beat the Steelers last week. Unable to do it, going on the road at Chicago 2-1. And they got Khalil Mack. And they got Mitch Trubisky, who can't find open receivers, even though Nagy's a tremendous schemer. And yet I'm still taking Chicago to move to 3-1 and one on the year. Book it! Let's go to Tampa. Woo! Oh, pardon me. Detroit at Dallas. Woo! We just went to Tampa. We did go to Tampa. <laughs> Steelers did and us. Detroit at Dallas. Nobody watch. <laughs> I mean, nobody. <laughs> uh, I know Detroit beat the New England Patriots. They stink. And, well, Dallas, they are averaging, this is insane 12 points a game on the year Wow! they can't move the football, they can't score despite my man Tavon Austin, Dove V putting the ball in the end zone the other week they blow chunks, so don't watch it but I do think Dallas wins at home Buffalo at Green Bay Green Bay favored by 9.5 points last week Buffalo was going to Minnesota where they were the underdogs by 16.5 points I don't care about Aaron Rodgers' knee. I don't know if they cover. They win that football game. Aaron Rodgers, better than everything Buffalo has going on. Philadelphia at Tennessee. Carson Wentz knocked the rust off last week. He wasn't great. Philadelphia wasn't great. They played against the Colts, and, well, they could have easily lost that game. They go to Tennessee. Tennessee's not good. They win. Houston at Indianapolis. Indy favored by one. This is another one if I am advising you whether or not whether or not to watch the NFL this weekend. I would suggest steering clear of this game. Houston, not good. Although J.J. Watt, worth price of admission, worth watching the game, I guess, a little bit on TV. He had three sacks last week despite the Houston loss. Indianapolis with Andrew Luck, whose arm isn't good enough to throw a Hail Mary at the end of the game. So why are we watching? Doesn't matter. I'll take Indianapolis. It's a pick they're at home. We'll go with that. Jets at Jacksonville. This is Woo! the line of the week that I'm steering clear of. Jacksonville favored by 7.5. Did Jacksonville score 7.5 points last week,
2: Tom? Uh, I'm checking my sources right now. It was 6. It was 6. Uh, what? Why do you ask if you're just going to undermine me like that?
0: Well, you sounded like you didn't know.
2: I was checking.
0: Maybe you were doing some mouthwash. Jets at Jacksonville. I've got the Jags winning that game. But I got the Jets covering Jacksonville's offense was good against the Patriots, but it's because the Patriots' defense stinks. I think the Jets' defense is okay. Jets win that, or Jets lose that one on the road, but cover. Seattle, three-point favorites at Arizona. If Woo! Buffalo ain't the first team in the league, it's Arizona. I mentioned how bad Dallas's offense has been. They're averaging 12 points a game. Guess how many Arizonas is averaging? Anybody want to play this game? Tom, how many points do you think Arizona's averaging? Uh, hold on, let me... So you didn't know that one either. It's six! Six averaging six
1: points a game. That's what I was going to say, but I was trying to give
0: Tom a chance to Thank redeem you. himself. Thank How you, is that even possible with 11 teams in the league averaging 25 points or more? It's an offensive league. It's far more resembling college football than ever before in the Woo. NFL. Six points a game. Yikes. Seattle comes in. Their offense blows. But they should get Doug Baldwin back. Fingers crossed on that one for my fantasy team. I think Seattle goes in there. They even the record at 2-2, even even though they're not a good football team. New Orleans at the Gigantes. New Orleans, 3.5-point favorites. I think they win. I think they cover. I think it's a 4-5-point game. New Orleans, I'm waiting for them to wake up. They're a sleeping giant. They're my pick to win the Super Bowl coming out of the NFC. Eat me, Tom. San Francisco at the Chargers. Another game that I would suggest not watching. Chargers, minus 10, though. That makes it a little bit more interesting. Chargers so tough at home. Just kidding. I'm guaranteeing you San Francisco has a thousand fans, a thousand times more fans there than the Chargers do. The Chargers every year. Matt Williams tells me they're gonna be good. Every year the national media tells me they're gonna be good. Every year they're not. They get up to a bad start. However, they beat San Francisco. Now on to the best team in the history of the National Football League, not named the 2018 Rams. It's the Kansas City Chiefs, five-point favorites, going to Denver on Monday night. Is Denver good? I don't know. Is Kansas City good? I think that they are. Tom certainly does not think Denver is. Kansas City goes in there and they blow the snot out of them, right? I mean, how do you stop that offense? Uh, Case Keenum is fine. Maybe he puts up points on a porous Kansas City defense, but Casey's not going to get stopped by anybody. Their schemes are so sound. Their coaches so good. Their weapons are tremendous. You got a tight end that can stretch the field. And Travis Kelsey. You've got Watson. Thank you, Crowley. Who is a tremendous wide receiver now finally Woo! in this offense. You've got Tyreek Hill. You've got a pretty good offensive line. This is not a team that I still think is going to win the Super Bowl. I know it's uh, three weeks in. you got to say they're, they're that good. I think that they're good. I think they're a playoff team, obviously, in Kansas City. They go in there. They get off to a 4-0 start. That was a great unsponsored football segment filled with knowledge and fun. Scientific picks right here on the Crowley Show. Coming up next, where the NFL's moving and why I don't like it. And more on Steelers-Ravens, the rivalry that was, that still is, that doesn't feel like it ever has been. Wow, that was good. It's the Crowley Show. It's the Adam Crowley Show. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my ball. On ESPN Pittsburgh and the iHeartRadio app. (laughs) The Bud Light Happy Hour, live from the Carson City Saloon, presented by Bud Light. Raise one to right now. Chris Mack, who's still listening, tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. Hey, what's the Steelers' injury news? How was Matthew Thomas implemented into the first team D in practice? Oh, forgot Mark Cavalli not there, but hey, listen to football picks that don't matter till 7 p.m. Awesome. You know what, Chris? I take exception to that, buddy, because here's the deal. You will hear football picks that don't matter until 6.40, at which point I will give you the picks that matter. You better get it right, man. Yeah, Chris. Chris. I mean, or should I say Caboli? Yeah, look here, Kaboli. Here's the deal, pal. You don't get the show. You don't know how we go about things here. You will get the football knowledge and the fun. We're about everything. It's a Friday at the Carson City Saloon. I'm woofing down freaking quesadillas and Bud Light over here. I'm having a great time. You're going to have a great time listening, pal. Uh, It's the last time I'm going to tell you, because I know you'll continue to listen. Yeah, you should be studying up for articles you're going to write over the weekend. You know who's going to play this weekend? The right side of the offensive line. It's kind of a big deal. There's your injury news. They're going to play, and it's going to help the Steelers' running game tremendously. You want some statistics? Is that what you want, Chris? Caboli? You son of a bitch! Between the fumble and the Cleveland game, As everyone looks up at me screaming, son of a bitch here at Carson City Saloon. (laughs) And the 27-yard run this last week against Tampa Bay. James Conner gained 40 yards on 34 carries. The offensive line is good in pass protection. Ben Roethlisberger can make guys miss. He can throw the ball down the field. But the running game has just been atrocious. And if Le'Veon Bell had been here, it wouldn't have been that bad. Le'Veon Bell can make things out of nothing. People keep saying that the offensive line is the reason for the season for Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I mean, it helps. No doubt about it. The Steelers' offensive line is one of the best, if not the best, in the entire National Football League. And you're seeing it here with James Conner. James Conner, 34 carries, 40 yards between the fumble and the 27-yard gain. So... I think it's huge. The Steelers need to be able to run the football, I think, against the Ravens to open some things up. Now, there's no Jimmy Smith. There's no C.J. Mosley. That makes it easier to throw and to pass. A.B. averages 150 yards a game without Jimmy Smith playing. 60 yards a game with him. Huge deal. There's no Ben, but not break this week either for the Steelers. The Ravens are 12 for 12 with touchdowns in the red zone. Eventually, it's going to come back down to earth, but right now I see no reason for it to. Steelers' defense is putrid. Flacco's found seven different receivers for touchdowns. Justin Tucker's as good as it gets in the field goal department. So you have to take the ball away. You have to create negative plays. You have to stop the run on first down, keep them behind, down, and distance. And if you do those things, you're going to be okay. You let them get ahead of the change. let them cross the 50. They're going to get points. Flacco's going to have to throw the ball 50 times, I think, if the Steelers want to win this game. Maybe not 50, but uh, upper 30s, into the 40s. I think that's the key. Get him behind, down, and distance. And then you get an opportunity to hit him and take the football away. It's not like he's not capable, but that to me is the way to get it done. Shut the drives down before they get started. Tim Benz made a good point in his column today on Breakfast with Benz. The Ravens haven't allowed a second-half touchdown. Don't foresee that one. Holding up. Although the Steelers did not score a second half touchdown last week against Tampa Bay, four one two nine two 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 eight seven four is the number. This is usually the time of the day where we get calls. That's usually when people call in at four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. You can also tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley.
1: Probably listening intently right now.
0: Yeah. So I mean, this is the time. If you got a question about the Steelers, instead of bitching about it on Twitter, why don't you just ask the damn question? We'll give you the answer. I know all the answers. I've got it all written down right here. I'm not going to tell you unless you ask for them. If you want them, they're here. They're here. Got them right here for you uh, amongst the quesadillas in the empties that surround me of Bud Lights that I've been pounding at the Carson City Saloon. I was watching last night's game between the Rams and the Vikings. And the Vikings had the best defense in the league last year. The Rams have Dominican Sue up front. They've got Aaron Donald. They've got Marcus Peters. They've got a lot of great defensive players. And it didn't matter. NFL ball is turning into college football. 11 teams in the league right now are averaging 25 points a game. That's a ton. And I love college football. But one of the reasons why I loved college football was because it was different from the NFL. It wasn't the same sport. I mean, you you, you know what I'm saying. There are more possessions. There are more scoring, more big plays. And now we're turning into that in the NFL. I love college ball because it's its own thing. And in Pittsburgh... If you like college ball more than you like the NFL, you're kind of out there on an island. You're a hipster. That's why I got my hair cut the way that I did. You're a hipster if you like college ball more than the NFL. Well, now the NFL is college ball, and I don't like it because I like a difference in my football. I like to see good defenses, and you can say what you will about college football, about the SEC, about how good defenses are down there, but Alabama put up 63 points, 66 points, whatever it was on Ole Miss two weeks ago. That's what SEC football has turned into, and maybe they're the variable. But you see it all the time. You look at Alabama and Georgia in the playoff last year. There are points to be scored. Even the teams with the best defenses, and Georgia had one of, them, and Alabama always has one of them. You're still seeing the ball put in the end zone. That's what the NFL has turned into now. Do you like it? Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. This is the time you usually call. I mean, four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. I'm telling you, I don't like it. I also want to know if you're mad about the new point of emphasis still being the point of emphasis despite there being the conference call yesterday. Roughing the passer numbers are up throughout the league right now. It is something that the league is focusing on. Quarterbacks need to be protected. And I feel like a lot of people were surprised yesterday when they found out that there were no rule changes. That they weren't going to back off throwing the flags on those plays. And the reason why I think you were surprised is because the lowering the helmet rule was through the roof. In the preseason And they Decided We're going to have a conference call We're going to pull that back They did pull it back We've only seen six Such penalties Throughout the first Four weeks now Three weeks now Of the NFL season That's insane Given how much it was thrown In the preseason Also we saw the NFL Take a big hit On the catch rule And then the NFL Decided You know what Let's get rid of that Let's come up with a new rule So I think A lot of NFL fans Figured The same thing's Going to happen now With the roughing The quarterback. The same thing's going to happen here where they're not going to see flags thrown, where they're going to dial it back. And it's going to have to be egregious in order for the flag to be tossed. Nah, the NFL released a statement saying no. The NFLPA released a statement saying no. And if you're the NFLPA, aren't you in a really interesting position there? I think you are. Because the quarterbacks are the money makers, right? They're bringing in all kinds of cash. Matthew Stafford became the highest-paid quarterback before Aaron Rodgers went out and got his mega deal. And... That makes the NFLPA happy. You want to split the profits. You want to spread it out, right? Well, the quarterbacks are players. The other players are pissed that the quarterbacks are protected as if they're better than the other players. So I think it's an interesting issue there to be collectively bargained down the road. That being said, the owners were never going to allow this one to get rolled back. It wasn't going to be like the lowering of the helmet rule. It wasn't going to be like the catch rule. The catch rule didn't affect the game the way that this did, though. So NFL fans, Steelers fans, people who are pissed, I get it. But I wasn't surprised about this one iota. I wasn't shocked in the slightest because I knew that the quarterbacks mean that much. In a league where the offense now dictates, in a league where points aren't at a premium anymore, in a quarterback-driven NFL, you have to keep those guys on the field. The 49ers were must-watch television before Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt because he wanted to see how he'd progress. I'm not turning on a 49ers game for the rest of the season. It's not going to happen. The Packers, they're always must watch television. If he goes down, Aaron Rodgers, and he's already gotten hurt a couple of times. he got a hamstring injury and a knee issue. If he goes down, I'm not watching Deshaun Kaiser. It's not going to happen. Detroit has no reason for me to to make me want to watch their games. And if Matthew Stafford gets hurt, I have... Zero reason to watch. He's the only reason to keep me interested. So if you fell in love with the NFL in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, hell, even the early 2000s, and you love hard-hitting football, it doesn't exist anymore. So you have to latch on to something else, and what you have to latch on to is quarterback play. What you have to latch on to are the faces of these organizations, and if those guys get hurt, what is there anymore? Nothing. So the NFL did what they had to do. Let's get to Steelers and Ravens. Artie Burns is broken. He had this to say to Will Graves, our buddy from the Associated Press, yesterday, quote, I don't feel like I'm really confident right now. I've got to get back to the basics and make the plays I know I can make. Nothing spectacular. Just getting roasted every play, end quote. It's nice to see a player diagnose his problem and speak about it. Be honest about it. You don't get that very often. Artie Burns has always struck me as a guy who is a cocky bitch. Well, now he says he doesn't feel like he's confident, and he has to find a way to get that back. He needs to have a successful game this weekend, or else he's lost forever. And you think that that might be hyperbole? What did Steve Blass feel after he lost his confidence? What happened to Ricky Keel after he lost his confidence? I realize they're two Major League Baseball pitchers, but once you don't think that you can throw strikes anymore and you don't have any faith in yourself, you can't throw strikes anymore. Once you believe you're not good at radio, it's tough to do a radio show. I've had... Friday shows that were awful and you come back on Monday knowing that Friday was awful and hell, Monday stung too. And it's tough to break out of that. Artie Burns out there on an island. Artie Burns is out there alone. One double move ruins the stat line. One double move can change the game. He can play well all game long. Have great coverage all game long. Be mentally focused all game long. Defend a couple passes. Pick off a ball all game long. And if you give up the one, the big play, the 75 yarder, you're going to go home that night thinking you suck. It's like if a left tackle stops the pass rusher for 55 out of the 60 snaps, but five times he gets pressure, two times he gets home for a sack, you don't think you had a good game, even though the majority of the time you did. If Artie Burns is questioning his confidence, it reminds me of Cortez Allen back in the day. Came in. I thought he was a talented player. He was long. He could run. He was smart. Once his confidence was shot, he never got it back. The Steelers need Artie Burns to get the confidence back. Because if he doesn't, that's a huge hole in the secondary. One that they drafted a first-round pick, Artie Burns, to be able to fix. When the guy that you plug in to be the cog, to be the fix, isn't doing it, it ain't good enough. Just like with Bud Dupree. You want him to stop the run. You want him to get after the quarterback. If he can't, you've wasted a first-round pick. This is... Not hyperbole, this is the biggest game of Artie Byrne's career.
1: Well, the very fact that he's sitting here saying that it's in its head, that scares me more than it makes me positive about the situation. Because once that is in your head and you acknowledge that, I know this sounds kind of straightforward to say, but it is in your head at this point. Yes! And it is absolutely something that will grow. And, And being a goalie, playing through all sorts of leagues. Once that little seed starts to be there, it doesn't go away, man. And I'm not comparing myself to an athlete like him in any way. But mentally, that seed starts. And once you know that seed's there, you know that seed's there. And you're thinking about that seed. And it usually takes a lucky play or two to break you out of that. It's the kind of thing where if you don't get that lucky play, like you said, you get burned on a 75-yard play, then... Oh, man, all bets are off, and you were just crushed internally. Yeah, you know you've done it before, but you really don't think you can do it no, anymore. No,
0: I think that's a great point, and as far as Artie's concerned, the defense overall stinks. I mean, you have 15 pass plays of 20 yards or more. At the end of that quote, he says, I need to make the plays I know I can make, nothing spectacular. I'm just getting roasted every play. Go out there, tackle the catch. Go out there, don't bite on the double move. If they're going to go out there and run a slant, give it to him a little bit, tackle the catch, keep the damage minimal, and the Steelers' offense is good enough, I don't care what defense you're playing, that as long as you do that don't make the egregious mistakes, have the egregious bust, bite on a double move, or not press a guy like Tyreek Hill, you're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Coming up next, we'll give our picks for this weekend's big-time games. I'll tell you what I'm thinking about Steelers and Ravens. I'll tell you why I think the team that's going to win is going to win. You're listening to The Crowley Show the Adam Crowley show oh i like him he's a handsome guy ESPN Pittsburgh 970 AM and 106.3 FM oh oh oh, 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 oh. Everybody was kung
2: Fu fighting. Now more of the Bud Light Happy Hour, live from the
0: Carson City Saloon, presented by Bud Light. Raise one to right now. Now it's time for us to do our highly anticipated, yep. always accurate Picks of the
2: Week. Wait, I'm wait. so good at Crowley, this. Before we start, um, I actually have to just... Uh, I keep track of the picks back here, so just so I'm on point with the games we're picking, yeah. are we doing the ones that you told me in our pre-show meeting, or are we doing the ones that you said during your tease during the Grand Sponsor football segment filled with Dolphins Dante by To Be Determined? Yeah,
0: we're doing those.
2: Well, they were different. What? Uh, yeah, I mean, some were the same. You, Dolphins, Pats, Ravens, Steelers were the same in both. Uh, then you gave me, uh, during the tease on the show, you said Bengals and Raiders, and that is not a real game. <laughs> um, you also said that we were going to pick Penn State and Ohio State, but you didn't tell me that in the pre-show meeting. So I- I'm just a little confused back here. All right, here's what I got. For Let's us. just program the show on the yeah, air. Here, that, uh, I mean, I feel like
0: you weren't listening well enough earlier, Tom. Oh, okay. So I'll just, I'll make sure to lay them back out. What we got for you, peeps, is Dolphins and Pats. Okay. Cleveland at Oakland. So listen better next uh, time. Tom.
2: You know what? It's my f- Ohio teams confuse me. They both have orange colors. They both start with a C. It's my bad.
0: Oakland's not in Ohio. Cincinnati at Atlanta. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. And
2: Pitt at UCI. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So I got that.
0: Perfect. Should we do a bonus pick?
2: Yeah, let's do a bonus pick. Why not? Uh, bonus pick? Let's
0: do Ohio State-Penn State then. How about,
2: that? How about that? See, I knew you wanted knew that in there. Y- I knew it, I, yeah. Yeah,
1: I did too, Tom. I knew we wanted it in I there. mean, it's big local. He it's was true. trying to be all cool and leave it out like some sort of, like, I don't Should know. Should we do West Virginia-Texas
0: Tech too? I no, mean, nah, well, we don't have to do that. that. No, we, we don't, don't have Yeah, to do that. that's, that's true. Unanimous WVU. Okay, picks of the weekend. Dolphins at Patriots. Let me give my Patriots take again Ooh. if Yins missed it from before. The Patriots are going to make the playoffs. They are 1-2 outfit right now. Their receivers can't get any separation. Their defense is slow, can't get after the quarterback. That's all a recipe for having a bad football team, no matter how good your quarterback is. We've seen Andrew Luck have similar problems with his team. Defense not good, offensive line not good, doesn't matter how good your receivers are in that standpoint. And no matter how good the quarterback is, you can't overcome it. That being said, The Patriots are going to get back Julian Edelman next week. They're going to have Josh Gordon at their disposal. And last year, the defense started worse than this defense did, in my opinion. And they locked up in the red zone as the year wore on. Patriots defense is going to get better. The receiving core is going to get better. Ipso facto, we're going to see New England win a bunch of games. We're going to see Tom Brady get better. Now, that all being said, the Dolphins win this weekend because wow. those problems aren't going to be fixed Jeez. yet. And I, I'm, e- I'm even willing to say, Tom, yeah? that the Dolphins don't make the playoff.
2: After starting 4-0. Wow. Yep. That's a tough
0: That's call. That's a really hot take. So I got Dolphins in this one. I got Patriots in the long run.
2: What you got? Yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with you on their first game. It's just such a classic Patriots to come out and just take the Dolphins behind the woodshed and beat the crap out of them. So, in Foxborough, Patriots will win this game like something like 38-10. to 10.
1: I'm with Tom on this one. I mean, they're due for a loss, and the Patriots are just the team to hand it to them. Yeah, I mean, it's pissed it's the off damn, Patriots. Yeah, it's the pissed-off Patriots. It's Belichick making
0: adjustments. It's Edelman coming back. Patriots go in there, whoop-ass. Tom, do you have a dog?
2: I do. Love her.
0: If the Patriots find a way to score 38 points, I'll clean up your dog's crap for a year in this game. Yeah. If can they, I get an
2: agreement? Yes. Really? Yeah, I'll do your dogs too. If they score 38 points? Yes. Wow. Their offense is putrid That's right risky. now. That's risky.
0: Okay, I'll take you on that a little side bet. Be a cheese tease for a year, me just picking up crap.
2: Yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: I'll feed my dog extra.
0: As Tom did not recognize earlier, I said Cleveland <laughs> against Oakland. Tom was wrong. I was right. I always am. Cleveland's getting a lot of hype right now not in Vegas though. Oakland is favored in this game by two and a half We don't look at spreads here, but I thought it was interesting While Cleveland I think is getting the majority of the analysts love Oakland hasn't won a game yet They don't have Khalil Mack. They're struggling in all facets to the game the wide receiver that they picked from Alabama Ain't playing good football at all. I got Cleveland losing the game though because Cleveland they're still Cleveland, and it's the first start for Baker Mayfield flying across the country. You've seen how hard it is for the Steelers to play there. I think they have a tough time, even though I don't think Oakland's very good. Oakland wins.
2: Yeah, you know, Baker had his way with the Jets in the second half last Thursday night, but that was a Jets team that was preparing all week to play Terod Taylor. This week the Raiders are going to be preparing to play Baker Mayfield. They've got film on him playing a full half of NFL football. I think the Raiders and Chuck Gruden get the win something like 25-16. to 16.
1: Wow. I think the Raiders come out on top on this one, but I think this is an ugly, ugly, Ew. ugly game to watch. Yes. This is going to be just just a snore fest. It, it is going to be ugly.
0: But I think Gruden comes out with a win. Fine. I mean, the Ra- Raiders got to get a win, he's and deep. it's going to be against the Browns. Did you hear what we're seeing Jarvis Landry do at practice now? He's turning the jugs machine up to as hard as it can shoot the balls at you because Baker Mayfield, he says, throws a harder ball than anybody he's ever played with. That's so
1: Jarvis Landry. (laughs) So Jarvis
0: Landry. Bless him. Bless those hands. Now to Cincinnati, Tom. Who is playing Atlanta. Take on Atlanta. In Atlanta. At Chick-fil-A Stadium. That's not what it's called. (laughs) Cincinnati, I think, is a pretty good football team. I like their chances to make the playoffs better than the Dolphins, even though I think they're going to lose this game. They will. Atlanta at home puts up points. Their defense sucks, but they'll win.
2: Yeah, you know, Chick-fil-A Stadium is one of the toughest places to play in the NFL. A lot of racket.
0: Not real. Exactly. Not open on Sundays.
2: I'm picking the Bengals to win this game, though. I think they go down to Atlanta. They go down to Chick-fil-A Stadium. That is shocking. That is shocking prognostication. Atlanta's a fraud. I don't know what to tell you.
1: Again. Their defense is injured, too. I got to go with Tom on this one, too. What is happening? I I got the Bengals, too. I think the Bengals come out with a win over Atlanta. We'll do
0: Steelers-Ravens last. So bonus pick before the last pick. Yes, but before the bonus pick, the pit pick, they go to UCF. UCF favored by 13 points. I think Fat Jack got all confused earlier in the program. I'm betting on UAF. Yeah, he, he was FAU. Talk, whatever He was talking whatever, about FAU. Too. <laughs> he was he was talking about Lane Kiffin's defense not being very good and how Pitt was going to be able to go down there and score points. Well, Lane Kiffin does not coach UCF. That's Huppel Heppel. Whatever doesn't matter. Pitt goes in there. They shock the world by not losing by 40, but they still lose. Are you crazy? They lose. Yeah. Oh, they
2: lose. Oh, I'm just, oh, oh, okay, okay, just going to say. Classic Pitt. bait and switch. Central Florida there. beats him. That's all. Wow, I'm you're a man.
0: terrible Pitt fan. Yeah. Uh, Pitt loses. Because they do. Yep. No one makes up or loses any ground on the pit <laughs> picks because we're all doing the right things. We beat them to beat Penn State earlier on in the season, and wow, that was dumb. All right, now it's time for the bonus pick oh, prior yeah. to the important pick Ohio State at Penn State. I like Trace McSorley. I like what they've got going on at the running back position. Their offensive line's is as good as it's been in years. That being said, their linebackers aren't good. I worry about their defense. I think Ohio State goes in there. doesn't roll them, but Ohio State to me is the second best team in the country after Alabama. The only team I really think could beat Alabama. They continue on their path to the national championship. They beat Penn State on Saturday.
2: Yeah, Ohio State's going to go to Happy Valley on Saturday and absolutely blow their doors off. I don't know off the top of my head what the record for most points scored in a college football game is, but I know it's about to be broken, uh, and it's going to be broken at Beaver Stadium on Saturday night, and it's going to be broken by Ohio State.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to next week of a bunch of depressed Penn State fans oh who are sitting there looking at a oh. loss of uh, to Ohio State in the rearview mirror just sitting there going, what the hell happened? Maybe still a national champ, And then they'll start with a national championship
0: argument somehow. Penn State loses
1: that game big time.
0: Now for the game to jour. Ravens at Steelers. Steelers favored by three at home. Sunday night football, these games are always close. I would not be shocked if it is within three points. I think the Steelers are a better team than the Ravens. They are 1-1-1. One, one, one. If the Steelers win this game, they will probably be atop the division lead because I think Cleveland and Cincinnati are both going to lose. That all being said, the Ravens are playing better on all three sides of the ball than the Steelers are. The Ravens' offense has been playing well. Steelers have a good offense. That's kind of a wash. Special teams, Steelers can't make a kick. The Ravens can make all the kicks. And defensively, the Ravens are actually good. The Steelers are atrocious. I think the Steelers wind up being a better team. I think they get better as the year goes on. I think today tomorrow, and on Sunday, the Ravens are better right now. I think the Ravens win the game. How about that? <clears throat> wow. That's
2: shocking. You know, all the talk this week on this show, all the other shows around Pittsburgh have been how this rivalry is now offensive. You know, sh- it's like the NFL. There's shootouts all over the place. It's not the defensive football. Well, they're going to shove it right back in all of our faces this weekend. Steelers win 3 to nothing.
1: Whoa! <laughs> like Miami before. <laughs> I got no analysis of this game before. Because when it comes to these two teams, just throw it up in the air. You don't know what that home doesn't matter, away doesn't matter, nothing matters until the end of the game with these two teams. It's a rivalry. Sure, it may be less than it was in past years, but it still is what it is. And this, it could go either way. I'm, I'm going with the Steelers on it. Steelers come out on top. It's time for the hottest
0: take of the day.
2: It's time
0: for the hottest take of the day. Day day. day. After this weekend, people won't be talking about the winner of the Ohio State-Penn State game as much as they're talking about West Virginia, who comes oh, out, and they put the man. boots to the 25th-ranked team oh, in the country. They go into Friday? Lubbock. They're going to beat the snot out of a freshman quarterback who Tom, thinks he's better than Will Greer. Every Friday? I think it's
2: looking like that until they lose.
0: West Virginia will be 4-0. The defense of the Mountaineers will be the talk of the country <laughs> after this weekend. And if it goes completely wrong, you can play it back on Monday, but it ain't going wrong. They shut uh-huh. them down. West Virginia wins forty-five to twenty-four.
2: Wait a minute,
1: wait a minute, crowd! You forgot. Will Greer saves the world. He flies out into space, spins the world backwards, makes it go back in time, and <laughs>
0: saves lives. That's a stretch. That was the hottest take of the day. We're going to skip other crap because oh. there's no time okay. at all. <laughs> I didn't tell Tom this before, and we're going to get to the three stars of the show. Audible. Omaha, Blue 42. Third star. Tonight's
2: third star of the show, Jerry Lale.
0: The one and only from the Steelers Radio Network and the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He is Jerry Dulek. How are you, Jerry? I'm doing good, Stan. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Well played, Dale. I can't believe I did that in the cheese teas. I said that... We had Jerry Dulac coming up at 4.20, and for real, it was Dale Lolly. Dale, of course, works for DKPittsburghSports.com and the Steelers Radio Network. I'm sorry, Jerry. Uh, no! I'm sorry, Dale. There is not a worse insult that can be hurled.
2: Love me some Dale Dulac, second star. Tonight's second star of the show, River Monsters. I mean, Brian, you've been around Terrell
0: Sight more than anybody. I mean, he's always drooling, right? you got to hop over puddles in Baltimore to get away from his drool. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's bad.
0: He's like a river monster.
1: Dude, he's like a snarling monster. You're right. That's exactly what he is. Like, he's the kind of thing that you would find, like, a team searching for on the Discovery Channel. And when they (laughs) find him, he tips the boat over and eats them all.
2: First star. And tonight's first star of the show, Paw Dog. This
0: is the battle to
2: end all wars, like Optimus Prime versus
1: Megatron or Dr. Doom versus (laughs) the Fantastic Four. Oh! The Ravens black and gold. The purple from the bruises of battles of old. How's that for expert tizzle-ism? Snoop-a-loop for shizzle-ism? Call yourselves the Ravens for Edgar Allen Poe. Well, I got the better one for you. How about the Baltimore Ho? Baltimore Ho? Did you say the Baltimore Ho? Ho? Or better yet, I have a better one. How about the mother... Penalty? <laughs> On the play,
0: personal foul, popping <laughs> on the defense, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down, Let the dog I don't know what you guys are doing this weekend. I know that I got a haircut and I'm going out in the town. No ladies will be able to keep their hands off me. It's already happening. I mean, I'm all up in this place. Carson City Saloon, babes be coming up to me. Come on by, seriously, folks. It's a great spot. It's loud and awesome in here. Yeah, thanks to them Super for hosting loud. us, as they always do. And, hey, I'll talk to you on Sunday for Corona Tailgate Talk, 4 o'clock before Steelers and Ravens, baby. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Steelers lose, though. You're all going to be disappointed. Shut up. They're going to be mad. Uh, Joe Flacco. There will be a murder in Baltimore, then.